If you've experienced the cycle of toxic relationships and you're sick and tired of feeling stuck, sad, and lonely, now is the time to heal and create your best life. In this podcast, you'll hear world-class toxic relationship recovery expert Stephanie McPhail sharing the support, guidance, and tools you need so you can be truly happy whether you're single or in a relationship. She is the real deal. I should know, she's my wife. Here's your host, Stephanie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Toxic Love Transformation. I'm your host, Stephanie McPhail. We're going to talk about communication today. This is a topic that is coming up a lot with my clients and something that I don't think we talk enough about. Funny how that's communication, right? Before we get into communication, so definitely stick around probably about five minutes or so. Not a super long video, but I think it's really important to talk about. Who in here feels like they are really good communicators? How are we at saying we're sorry? How are we at saying we're sorry? Now, I tend to see two different extremes. There's the I'm sorry all the time, like somebody else bumps into me and I say that I'm sorry. Anyone ever deal with that? Or the person that like, if I, I ever say I'm sorry, I feel terrible. Like they never, ever say I'm sorry. When I was growing up, I pretty much learned that saying I'm sorry meant there was something wrong with me, that I was weak, that I was making mistakes and mistakes were wrong. I was a bad person. So I really barely ever said I was sorry. I didn't see it growing up. I didn't experience seeing I'm, being able to say I'm sorry because saying I'm sorry meant being vulnerable. And when you were in a toxic type of situation, being vulnerable is a bad place to be. So we might not say we're sorry because we're afraid to be vulnerable. We might go to the opposite extreme of that because we're constantly walking on eggshells, worried that we're hurting somebody else's feelings. So we're constantly, constantly saying we're sorry. Now, there is a happy medium in between of saying I'm sorry in a way that's going to make people feel like you actually care about them without actually giving away and making you seem to pass it, which we're going to talk about that in, in a second. So that brings us right into the next questions. Which one do you feel like you are? Are you a passive communicator, an assertive communicator, or an aggressive communicator? And of course, which one is the healthiest to be? So for those of you who aren't really sure, passive versus assertive versus aggressive, let me just take a step back and make sure you know this, because I think sometimes we are, again, taught to be more passive, we don't realize it. So passive communicating is not really being honest. We are not openly sharing our wants and needs with other people. We're kind of assuming that other people are going to do maybe what's best for us or for them. Uh, we let things go. We don't want to stand out. We don't want to, you know, burn any bridges. We don't want to be, be, you know, come across as too controlling or anything else. So we're just super passive. But the problem with being super passive is that people who are the, well, the empath without boundaries is a doormat doormat. If you are super passive, people are walking all over you and it causes a lot of tension. When we are super passive, as much as we're trying to not have any issues, we're actually causing more issues for ourselves because we're not having our voice heard. We're not actually sharing what our wants and needs are. Now I'm going to go to the opposite end. I'm going to go to aggressive. Aggressive is where some of us, we might be living with aggressive people. We might become aggressive ourselves because we're, we get so tired of being so passive that we just blow up. We explode. We get super frustrated. And, you know, and that passive aggressiveness is normally because of we're quiet, 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 quiet. And then all of a sudden that's like, bah, nobody listens to me. Nobody cares about what I have to say. And we get really, really angry. So being aggressive is also not being really honest or respectful because we're not allowing the other person to feel heard. 
and we're actually hurting the other person. We're making them feel less than, we're minimizing them. We're not caring about what their wants and needs are. Now, being assertive is really where we want to be. As women, a lot of us are taught that it's more important to be passive than it is to be assertive. But I will tell you as successful women, successful women, we would like to be more assertive, but sometimes we might come across as more aggressive without meaning to. Maybe we've never taught, been taught how to be more assertive. Being assertive means that we are speaking up, using I statements, talking about what our wants and needs are, while also listening to the other person wants and needs, and allowing a back and forth conversation without trying to squash anyone, diminish anyone, making anybody else feel bad. Assertive communication is where we want to be. Are we always perfect? No, because we're human beings. And if we are in a toxic environment, being assertive is not always reflected well in our partner because that person doesn't really respect who we are and what we need anyway. So we can be assertive all day long, but they're not going to really care about our wants and needs. So if you're feeling frustrated, and you're like, you know, I feel like I'm, I try to be pretty assertive, but I'm with a partner who is completely disrespectful and just becomes more aggressive. Well, of course, I could understand why, because they're not caring about your wants and needs. So they tend to be more aggressive, which tends to have us question, am I effectively communicating? What's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Now, let's build into the next thing. So when we have assertive communication, we want to look at our boundaries. Are we building walls or are we creating boundaries? So let me say that again. Are we building walls or are we creating boundaries? A lot of people, when they are trying to figure out their healing and, and sorting through the whole issues of overcoming these types of toxic relationships, we build these huge walls for protection. It also comes across as a bit controlling. We're trying to control other people and make them be a certain way. We might not mean to be. We might be trying to protect them for who they are. Maybe we're trying to protect them like we see what's good in them. We have hope that they can be something better and different than what they are. So we try to kind of control them by giving them really strict boundaries that we expect them to adhere to. But that's not who they are. That's not who, what they're going to be able to do and who they're going to be. So we're trying to control, but we're saying that it's boundaries, but it's really more of walls. We're protecting ourselves from anybody else. And you, you felt what that felt, what that feels like probably. It almost feels like, I feel like it's like when someone says something and it's like they, they turn their back. They don't physically do it, but it feels that way. Has anyone ever been in that type of situation where it's like the conversation is over? It almost feels like they stop communicating. Because I have some people that I know like that where I'm like, whoa, guess there's no room for conversation there at all, which doesn't make me feel heard in any way, shape, or form. Not effectively healthy communication. And then the last thing I want to talk about is validating. Are we validating other people with what they say? Or are we minimizing what they say? And this kind of goes into the control aspect again as well. If we are validating others, if we feel validated, we feel heard. Wow, someone's actually listening to me. Somebody actually, and listening, I mean, listening communication, I think when it comes to social media and it comes to you know how things are nowadays, it's, it's hard sometimes. We haven't been taught how to effectively communicate. We don't know how to do it. So validating when someone actually is kind of letting us know, repeating back some of the feelings that we're having, that we're sharing, they're saying like, oh my gosh, yes, I, I understand what you're going through. They're empathizing. Validating and empathy kind of go together. But again, this goes for healthy communication. If you're with a toxic person, it's really hard to even you know, have this kind of dynamic because they're going to minimize and squash whatever it is that you're saying. Now, how might we minimize what other people are saying or doing? 
do we ever ever minimize and possibly to say to someone, well, your dreams are too big. That's not possible for you. You always screw up. You're not going to succeed. Do we ever do anything like that ourselves? Because part of learning about who we are is, are we always perfect? No, there's room for improvement. There are things that we can do to work on to improve our communication so that we can allow people to feel safer and more comfortable around us. And there are people in our lives that could improve their communication, but that's going to be their decision as to whether or not they're going to work on it. Our decision is going to be, what can I do to work on myself? And who am I going to be around? Who am I going to allow to be around in my life? And how am I going to be comfortable with people communicating with me? And am I comfortable being assertive and speaking up and letting people know what my wants and needs are for the relationship? So hopefully this was helpful for you. And for those of you who are like, okay, that was a lot of information in a short period of time and I need some more help with my communication. That's one of the things we do in our inner circle. So feel free to reach out to me and send me a private message and we can talk to you about helping you really form and articulate effective communication to help you in all areas of your life. As always, it was really awesome hanging out with all of you. Never forget, you are way stronger than you realize. See you next episode. Bye, everybody. So that's it for today's episode of Toxic Love Podcast. Head on over to iTunes or wherever you subscribe to your shows. One lucky listener every single week who subscribes and posts a review on iTunes will be entered for a chance to win the grand prize VIP drawing with Stephanie McPhail herself. Be sure to head on over to ToxicLovePodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Stephanie's gift. And join us next time.